Welcome back. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Unapologetically Us, the podcast. Hey, y'all. This is where we share our unsolicited, unfiltered, and of course, our unapologetic thoughts, views, and opinions on everything under the sun with a little bit of sprinkle of toxic femininity, I think. I don't even think femininity is a word, but to go with toxic masculinity, I got to say toxic femininity. Femininity is Is a word. No. I don't I don't believe that toxic femininity exists. Yeah, I don't think it's a thing. Maybe that's what it is. We ain't subscribe. But I hey, I sprinkle a little toxic and I might sprinkle it in this episode. So um <laughs> <laughs> I'm your co-host Mojo, aka Mojo Button, the pod mother. I'm bringing Zen Mojo back this episode too, because I need some peace and tranquility um on the pod today. All right. Who else is here? Okay. <laughs> Hey, Tata Talicious, Auntie Tamika's here. <laughs> <laughs> Not Auntie Tamika. <laughs> and it's it's Keon, your grandma's favorite grandma Amy. in the building representing. <laughs> My grandpa's favorite grandma. <laughs> Yeah, that too. Hey, I like that one too. But you know, I like grandmas too. But you know, grandpa's king. How about your grandparents' favorite grandma? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Just Look, oh, and you know that you say that, Tata Talicious, aka Tamika. Um, <laughs> what <laughs> you just reminded me of something. What did you say in your intro? Hello, oh, who me or Kim? You, yeah, what did you say in your intro? Hello, oh, I said Tata Talicious, yeah, your favorite auntie, Tamika. Oh, yeah, have y'all. Seen Little Duval's page recently? Yes. Well, every Friday, Little Duval does an Auntie of the Week, and Auntie of the Weeks are just regular women who are aged. I think he said thirty-five to fifty. Yeah. Hey, thirty-five to fifty are aunties, and he's letting like women on the internet that doesn't don't have. I think they can't have more than like ten k followers or something like that. And he's reposting them every Friday. And Shannon Sharp been all up on it too. He been following. <laughs> we need to get wait. Shannon Sharp. He following every last girl. one. Yep. I'm sending my picture to little Duval. I think I qualify as a well. If, if I'm a grandma, can I still yeah, be on the age so? Yeah. Yeah, because his mama's on there. Yeah, it's the age range. Well, then let's make it happen. Yeah, y'all should submit. submit. Me. submit me. You gotta submit the y'all picture. Submit. Most of them um, aunties be in bathing suits though. And they do look they good. Do. They do look good. I ain't gonna lie. I'm like, all right, Auntie. I feel like I'm we represent very well in our age group. <laughs> For real. Oh, well, I got me some babies. Yeah, no, they do look good. And I do think you guys' this generation is representing very well, yeah. aging gracefully. And a lot of women don't even want to be added. They be like, don't even at me because they don't even want the followers. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was <laughs> Shannon Sharp is jumping on every last one of them. <laughs> Especially Shannon Sharp. He got a chip there. So yeah, so we back um, after a great ep- uh, what episode. I think last week we dropped. I thought that was amazing. We had great conversations. However, I do think the theme of today's podcast, we could probably show a little bit more love to the men's. Mm-hmm. What y'all think? Mm, <laughs> depends. We always complain. Oh, wait. We do show love. We show them love respectively. Okay. Like when they deserve it, we give it to them. Okay. But at the same time, 
we got to talk about women and what we True. need and what we want. And that is our way of respectfully getting these niggas together. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, well, I agree with that. We can, we some and we got to hold ourselves accountable too for what we we lack also. So I think that's- there we go. So that's I think that's the two the second part of that. That's what I was trying to get yeah. to. Like, where are so what are the men dealing with while dating? Because the last few pop- episodes we've been talking about what we deal with with dating. So I kind of polled the audience and got some feedback from my peers and a couple bullet points that they said that they deal with while dating um, is multiple, you know, or or kids, baby daddies, multiple baby daddies. That's a lot of the women out here. Materialistic or money hungry. uh, Gold diggers. Mm -hmm. Um, Bring nothing but to the table, but vagina. Mm. Or dick. Uh, Yep. We're talking about women, right? Um, Or both. This is what men are right. saying about women. Okay. Sound like we all got the same problems to me. Yeah. Hello. Uh, so attitude, we, no aptitude. Oh, Ooh, that was a- okay. So it sounds like we are not dating each other. We're dating the polar opposites of ourselves. And for some reason, we're not connecting with the right people. How? Yeah. <laughs> right. Because we're the men that got these problems. That right. We Hello. I mean, I've heard these are my peers perfectly. and obviously I'm not. Um, we're not going to date because uh, for some reason or another, but yeah, I agree. We're like, see, but maybe you should date them. Mm, no, um, <laughs> they also, oh, one thing that I don't think we do with, um, as women, they deal with bodies that are not ideal per se. So th- I think that's coming from the internets. Like, Wait, time out. <clears throat> you you don't think women deal with beer bellies and and man titties? Oh, and I think we okay. Sexy ass. And men have cellulite. I mean, it's a lot of men walking around here with with undesirable bodies. Oh, have but you seen we, or little dick. some of y'all asses, nigga? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> First of all, let's talk about let's talk about the elephant in the room. Right. Some of these men walking around with micro peens and little finger penises, and I mean, we got to deal with that. Ooh, so. Wait. With a little cellulite and some belly, I see them. Ain't nobody walking around here perfect. There is no, there are good women left, guys. They just have um, their stomachs aren't flat, so and they might not have a have had a Brazilian exactly. But I ain't gonna lie, I am trying to um, get my BBL, but I'm looking for a nigga to pay for that in DR. No, I'm just kidding. They are really, really, no, 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 they are really. Saying that about women's bodies, like they are really well, having. Issues I don't know if they're verbal, like no, on the internet. I don't know if they're verbally saying that, but I, or at least to women, I think that is a thing though. Like men want these unrealistic, unrealistic body images that we see that what they see on the Instagram all the time. Well, them women pay for them bodies, so you can have that. You just get you a chick, you get your money up, and you transform her into what you want, what you want her to look like. You get well. You first of all, you got to get a woman dumb enough to let you transform. Or who her, wants who it? There's some women that want it. There's plenty of them out there. Yeah, it's plenty of women out there that don't that want to get these surgeries and want to look different. It's plenty of women that are waiting for you to come into their life and. Mm-hmm. Um, surgery enhance them. Listen, so first get your of all, dollars up. It costs about $15,000. I know. Let's back up a minute. Let's back up. Because <laughs> this is not registering with me. They want these Instagram looking women. First of all, that's not going to last forever. Like, that is so stupid. I mean, they want they gonna have babies. They Coke bottles. They gonna, but, I mean, and the snapback. Uh, 
Yeah, we look like that when we're young, but as we get older and our metabolism slow down and we have babies and shit happens, like, nigga, you don't like you did when you were in high school. You're talking real life. I would just like to interject that I've never looked like <laughs> these women on Instagram ever. I mean, Before kids, after kids. Yeah. I ain't never It's not like realistic. That ain't real. But Cardi B snapped back after the baby. Tiana Taylor snapped back two days later. Like these are the things that they see yeah, online. They think that this is real life. Oh, they're stupid. So when you when you come with Look a at your mama's old, nigga. Back fat. <laughs> they don't want to fuck their mama. But anyway. That's another topic. We'll put that on the conspiracy episode. Um, so yeah, I mean, we was trying to show y'all some love, men's in that topic, but it just turned into us bashing y'all again. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so let's see, let's see. All right, let's get into some questions. All right, good question that popped up. Somebody sent our DM. Can you be independent if your man pays your bills? What you think, Tamika? Yes. My independence is not contingent upon somebody paying my bills because I'm more than capable of doing so. And just because he's contributing to his household. Wait, is he living in my house? Let me clarify. Uh, it depends. I guess. Okay. Well, if he has the means to take care of our household or if he lives elsewhere and takes care of my household and he's just financially able to do that, that doesn't mean that it challenges my independence because I'm still working hard. I'm still bringing something to the table and to the relationship and I mean, I'm still my own woman. So I'm not completely right. dependent on you. It's just something you can't afford to do. And as a man, you choose to do it. And I appreciate you for it. Mm-hmm. Kia. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I had a stint in my life. It wasn't long where my bills were paid for me. But I still went to work every day. I still put the money that I didn't have to pay for my bills in the in a bank account where I was saving. Um, I still had bills to pay. I paid, you know, cell phone, utilities or whatever. I just didn't have to pay my rent and a car note and insurance. Mm -hmm. um, but even in that situation, I mean, I still bought the groceries for the house. I still prepared all the meals. So as far as I'm concerned, I was still independent because those things were being done for me, not because I asked them or needed to be done. It's because he wanted to do them. And had anything changed in our relationship, which it did, nothing changed like those same bills i was still drove the same car still had the same bills those bills still got paid mm -hmm. you know the only thing that changed is why i couldn't put my whole paycheck in a savings account i mean so that was different but yeah i think independence doesn't have anything to do with who pays what i think it has to do with you know you having the ability to be able to um be self-sufficient whether you're actually self-sufficient or not but in in 2020 I mean, is are niggas paying bills? I don't allegedly. Is that a thing? <clears throat> allegedly, yeah. oh, it's just not known that we know. exactly. I don't know. I have yet to come across a man that has offered to cover my bills. I mean, he's talked about it in yeah. future, like a dream vision. Yeah, <laughs> but not. Yeah, like when y'all living together and stuff, or even just like in general, like okay, in the future, you know, um, this yeah. is what I'll do. But no, nigga, if it ain't today, then it don't count. So yeah, I, as far as what I think that. Um, if I'm not being filed as a dependent on your taxes, then nigga, I'm not your dependent. Okay. Like, so yeah, I agree. You can be independent and let that nigga cover your, your expenses. I think that 
that is a great option ladies if you can find that out there please do it by any means but don't live above your means like you should still right. be working you should still be independent but you should also if he gonna get you a spot or you you know you're gonna live somewhere he gonna cover it don't be getting some luxurious location that you can't cover with your own bills you gotta always have that that plan b and that backup plan so yeah because what you don't want to do is get upgraded but your upgrade be dependent upon him. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, it's always a thing of if you do have that blessing of that rarity of that man that's going to come along and invest in you, you have to use his, um, you have to use that as what it is, as an investment. Absolutely. So what anything with an investment usually appreciates. So you have to then, as an investment, make sure that whatever you're doing during that time frame, them 15 minutes of glory, mm -hmm. you have to make sure that you're putting yourself in a situation where when you leave him, you're going to be better mm -hmm. or at least maintain, be able to maintain the upgrade. Right. And if Because you don't want to have you be in a worse situation once y'all break Right. Up. And if y'all do end up, you know, planning on being together, y'all do be together, like you could still operate as an investment. You should be bettering the Always. entire partnership and relationship. Yeah, building together. Exactly. Yeah. So. Exactly. Be smart about it too. If you're paying your rent, make sure it's in your name. That too. Because oh, you want that or nigga to put you on the curb. You, listen, this, let this be a lesson. Because this is one I learned. If a nigga buy you a car, that car needs to be in your name. Don't let no dude buy you no car and it be in his name. Mm -hmm. Did that happen to you? Yes. That's how I don't have my bins no Oh, more. damn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You did have the bins. I forgot about that. I did. Oh, no. I did. Yeah. That is tragedy. Yeah. I mean, I got another car, yeah. but it just wasn't my bins. Right. Exactly. I love that, baby. I love that. Where do we find these men? A lot of women listen to the podcast, and I know they're like me, um, <laughs> looking for the men that actually have the disposable income to cover the expenses of their significant other. Where do those men reside? Because I don't think it's in Cleveland, Ohio. I definitely don't think that. They reside where military bases are. Oh, we talked about that last week when they go and get the, the marriage <laughs> and the charger. <laughs> Look, right. Tamika, where you think they live? Uh, I don't know, but wherever they are, they are Miami, definitely... Miami, Atlanta. I feel like they're exuding control over the whole situation, though. Like, I, I feel like... I don't know. If, I, I don't... I've never been in that situation, that but I feel like... Want? No, I don't want to be controlled. That's an issue for me. Mm. I don't feel Why like, does it have to be controlled, yeah. though? Because I think that's their mindset. They feel like they're taking care of you and paying all your bills up. They have some kind of level of control over you and what you're doing and how you're doing it. You got to call and check in with them before you leave, when you get there, when you leave there and all that. I don't like all that. Like, I, I'm not your child. So I'm kind of leery on guys paying for yeah. everything outside of a serious, committed relationship. Yeah. You know, just you can't just be my sugar daddy because then you're gonna be calling me for coochie at four in the morning and I ain't in the mood. But I gotta go. I can see that. I agree. Oh, I will I'll be in the mood for, for the right but you, you paying hello. the right bills. I mean, I'm not saying I would take a sugar daddy. Long, I'm not I, I don't want that though. I don't want a sugar daddy, but I mean just saying I'm not gonna do it to him hey. though. <laughs> no, no, I was just saying with Tamika, like if you taking care of me. You can call me at four o'clock. That's morning, what I'm saying. I'll text you. I'm getting up. I'm waking and up. And I'll call <laughs> and talk to you a little bit. Yeah. Hell yeah. The motivation. You see, I go to work hey. every damn day. They paying me. 
<laughs> hello and you hate exactly. that job at least sex is enjoyable i'm gonna get up. i really don't want to have sex with his old ass but you know if there's no we're not talking about the old oh man. well yeah <laughs> if he ain't old, old yeah if he ain't old and he got the bag and he trying to spend it on me we're talking about a desire <laughs> i'm with it <laughs> okay oh did you see the picture oh Ooh. my god Ron Isley, no, he turned he lied, girl. You better go to my you better go to my Instagram because I'm posting <laughs> looking like Zay. Wait, Ron Isley is still alive. I said what I said, Ron Isley, and yes. looking like Zaddy, baby. Look, when your granddaddy's friends get sick, nah, because do y'all feel that way about Tyler Perry too? Because if you do, I'm kicking you off the podcast. Come on, but Tyler Perry, he ain't nobody granddaddy. But no, last week Tyler Perry dropped some photos like that everybody was like all over like oh my god Tyler Perry he's zaddy no I'm not gonna out Tyler Perry but no it ain't he ain't sick no he's not nah. and he is like he him. probably is gay he don't, like he don't like us so he ain't sexy and we're gonna leave it at that we put that in a conspiracy uh, he don't like conference. who gay people or black people <laughs> he don't like us who is us women black women black black oh. women he don't like us he like he like to he want to um, be one take our money and rice okay what well, you said it allegedly i didn't say it but <laughs> that's i mean whatever i'm just saying yeah he don't he don't like we we have to have a whole different episode on tyler perry because i have my thoughts and my opinions oh. and he is part of the reason why we as the black community is in the shambles that we we need. can add that to the conspiracy podcast because i i saying. don't like tyler perry and all his medea movies i'm not gonna I lie medea movies sorry I, it's not even the medea oh i'm sorry me what you saying no i'm saying i hate medea movies but go ahead not even the Medea movies it's like I got a whole problem and I'm sorry I'm gonna go That's on funny. a tangent real quick but I got a whole problem with Tyler Perry because number one Tyler Perry has a dynamic story as a man right mm -hmm. why the fuck he ain't told his own story and he working why on? isn't he writing listen he's been out here he, there are nine 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 thousand Medea films mm -hmm. why and all this time, when the black man is the one who need to be uplifted, well, we do too, but he, the black man need to be uplifted. He needs the example. He needs to hear Tyler Perry's story because his story would resonate with a whole lot of black men being a closeted gay man, allegedly, you mm. know, had being homeless or sleeping in his car to doing all the things he does. He has a story to mm. tell. Why hasn't he told his story? And why do he continue to tell black women's story? But there's no writer's room. How, as a black man, do you continue to want to tell black women's story, but it's not in our voice? Mm -hmm. The story, that's why I don't, a lot of the, the Tyler Perry movies, I can't relate yeah. to. Or I do relate, but then when I'm watching, I'm like, dude, like, this is so not like hitting woman. the mark it's not hitting the mark yeah it's not and we're not victims we ain't always fucked up we ain't always need a nigga to come save mm -hmm. us like but that's always the narrative in every movie but some people like, do say like, that tyler perry speaks to a particular like his john he has a genre per se like his genre is us and that's what's messed up because put a woman in the that's all I'm yeah saying. but we always expect like this is what black people do because we 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 act we operate like we're so monolithic like he's speaking he's giving one story he's giving one type of viewpoint and perspective of a black experience we why do we always ask the one person that's doing so great that's black to do everything and represent every part of us i don't ask for that he he writes his audience is black women mm -hmm. The stories, not except for Alex Cross and a couple of other, the stories that he is telling 
are stories of black women. Why do you, it's misogynistic and it's, 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 it's toxic to think as a black man that it is okay for you to be the voice, mm -hmm. especially with the platform that he has. Why don't you have any women in the room writing with you? There, it's, it's like Madame Noir. She, Madame Noir is white. Oh, wait. So you I'm see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, heard, I just heard it. But Madame Noir is white. And like, it's a whole thing. Like, is it a problem that she's white? No. But what the problem is, is when you hide behind the name Madame Noir, no one knows that you're white, but you're writing things from the perspective of a black woman and an experience that you don't have. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, Tamika, you're going to have to unmute yourself because let's just mute while the other person talking. Um, Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I'm thinking like maybe we just need somebody else to come up to the forefront as a black director, mogul, whatever the hell Tyler Perry is, and give us those other black perspectives and life experiences and movies and TV or whatever the hell. But I get you. I get you. All right. Next topic. Where are we at on time? Oh, we got like 10 minutes left. Um, let's actually, well, we already kind of talked about this. So there was like the crazy Birkin bag talk online or whatever, but we really, we've talked about this. Like there's women out there that are not on your level that want fucking bags and money and more materialistic. Just don't date those women. Don't go after those women. That's the answer to that. Y'all got anything on that conversation? I wanted to just add um, because Cardi B had her live and apparently it's this whole thing where they're saying that hip hop or black women are bringing down the value of the Birkin bags or whatever. But who knew about Birkin? I mean, I, I mean, I had an idea because my aunts and them, you know, they like those kind of bags, but who all knew about Birkin? I did. Before... <laughs> Oh. I knew about well, it. You got bad. I'm not a bad though. man. I mean, no, I don't know about it from Sex in the City because, you know, they all about the fashion. And that's right. And that's what I was getting ready to say. Sex in the City, those are white women, mm -hmm. though. The average black woman didn't, didn't know about a Birkin bag because, one, you only can get it from certain places, Hermes and stuff like that. But the average black woman didn't know about Birkin bags and the value of them until. Cardi B and other artists like that started talking about Birkin Amigos and stuff. So, and now women are trying to get those bags. And what Cardi B was basically saying was hip hop increases the value, which is why a lot of these labels start working with hip hop artists. Like when Gucci and um, yep. them started working with Dapper Dan after suing yep. him and, you know, then they come back and want to work mm. with him. All of these, um, like Amigos, uh, Offset, he's sponsored by Birkin. You know, um, uh, one of those labels, Balenciaga, tried worked with um, Cardi B last year because all she said was, "I like those Balenciagas, the ones that look like socks." And yeah. they thought hip hop wanted a hip hop creates these yeah. high fashion trends. I mean, Cristal, that was back when yeah. Daisy. Oh back yeah, in the Moet. Day. Remember Moet? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we. We Moet is nasty, and we was popping bottles on Moet. Like it, and Moet don't cost but eighty dollars. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even. Expensive. But that's what we, as black people, as hip hop, we definitely 
<laughs> we create the culture, we run the culture, we create and set trends, and everybody else follows. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is what it is. Yeah. That's all I wanted to say about that. If you think that hip hop has depreciated the value of these labels, absolutely not. It has made it right. mainstream to where the average person is now robbing, stealing, and all kind of stuff to try to get these. Items. Right, exactly. But yeah, I'm not a Birkin. I mean, I'm not a bag person. When I get these um, millions, I will be. But I'm not right currently today. No. Uh, you can pay off my student loans. Don't buy me a Birkin bag. Thank you. <laughs> Going along um, with that too, Saweetie. I guess I'm saying her name right. I don't know. Is it Saweetie? Saweetie, Saweetie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Saweetie made the comment that if your man can't buy you a Birkin or pay your bills, then throw them back to the streets. Oh yeah, that's and people said. was in the uproar about that statement, but I think people took it out of the context of the situation. Like that's what her income bracket calls for. So right. for right. her, her man can buy her a Birkin. My man working nine to five can't buy me a Birkin. I'm not gonna throw him back to the streets. Yeah. So people exactly. need to realize she's not saying that. Your man got to buy you a burger and pay your bills, but the man that you are with needs to be contributing or an asset to your life, not a liability or a hindrance. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be taking care of him. Like he another child, mm-hmm. you going to work and he playing PlayStation all day. No. So it wasn't mm-hmm. so much. It was, what's the word? Uh, allegory, uh, metaphor mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, so did she tweet that or no, was that, that in the video. video? She said that in the video. I think it was her birthday. No, I don't know what it was. It was some party or something that she was getting stuff for. Uh, but, you know, I mean, hey, she ain't completely wrong. Well, she is like, what, 23? And they, yes. they're young and yes. millionaires. Like, this, the, the end of the discussion, they, the summary. Are they millionaires? I don't know what they is, but the, they got more money than me. And they're in a dis- different tax yeah. bracket. And we have to stop letting unrealistic internet memes, tweets, videos, celebrity lifestyles influence us in real life because that's just not the life exactly. that we're living so. but could we take the principles and apply them to our own definitely realistic so i would say if your man came by you a po- fossil purse from ross then or, throw or, to or, the a coach, I or a coach that. bag i don't agree with that because i don't want to no, okay, well, if your man, bag is, if your your man can't is. help you yeah like yeah, okay yeah. let's just say covid happened you know you you working still okay let's say your man is also working but something has occurred where you might be sure or you might need a little something like you're you should be able to go to your man versus your mom or mm-hmm. your sister or your friend yeah definitely that's what i'm saying when your birthday or that. christmas roll around you shouldn't be getting hallmark cards mm-hmm. if you gave a vacation Mm-hmm. you know what i'm right. saying or if you have the ability to give a vacation exactly so, it's all about being realistic yeah. about your your real life yes. situation. Yeah. you know i have a lot of bad examples <laughs> of what i've dealt with in regards to, and it's just my last relationship when you said you, yeah. you should be able to go to your man um if you need help financially so let me just throw this little tidbit out there as to what not to tolerate i remember i had gotten laid off from my job and I was unemployed for like nine months and my unemployment was running out. So I had to get another job right away. So 
So I remember money was real tight right before I had really already got the job. I just hadn't started yet. So it's gonna be two weeks before I got my check. Yeah. So money was tight at that particular time. And I remember I asked my ex at the time for a couple hundred dollars to cover a bill. I think it was my car note. I asked him for some money to cover my car note until I got paid. And I wouldn't even pay them back. Even though now I'm thinking about it, why should I have to have paid you back? But right. the, regardless. So you know this mm-hmm. motherfucker gave me a whole ass lecture about being financially responsible and did oh, not no. give me the money. Oh, oh my exactly. goodness. Exactly. No, you should have broke away. Right, exactly. right? But I wouldn't have all these tidbits if I did. So <laughs> <laughs> the next time I had a situation occur, it was probably like several, maybe a whole year later. Um, I learned from that situation that I would never ask you for another motherfucking thing in regards to money, which is another red flag. I shouldn't even feel like that. Right. Sad. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, mommy signed, co-signed these student loans for us and everything. So we always had, you know, understand if I can't cover it, let her know and she'll cover it, you know, for that month or whatever the case may be. So that's what happened. I actually miscalculated. I forgot I had to set up an automatic payment. And I had went out of town with the Vegas. So when they withdrew, it overdrew my account. So I called mommy and I let her know mm-hmm. this ear hustling motherfucker heard me talking to her about it and he why you ain't coming to me i'm your man you should be asking me to help you i'm like what motherfucker when i asked you last time your ass gave me a whole lecture right right it was a whole ass nightmare so i say that to say this break up with him immediately (laughs) (laughs) immediately (laughs) you cannot go to your man for me because we know we wasn't raised to be dependent on a man in any way shape or form which i kind of feel like is a little bit of a, a setback <laughs> yeah hindrance but you know, <laughs> exactly if I'm that's asking, how we got the mismanaging our wops right right exactly I'm asking nigga i really need it because it took a lot for me to ask your ass so yeah. for me to get a lecture and then not get the money yeah he is a whole asshole yeah and this is not the, the men's out there we're not talking about these bitches that ask y'all for anything right. and everything every two right. seconds don't got their own shit they always got their hand out no these are women that actually got their own right. shit that actually right, need a favor that took must t- took everything in them to muster right. up the courage to even ask but time mm-hmm. out they was living in the whole house together living yeah, together that was nice. relationship that's crazy. Yes. well you know i hated yeah. that i wish know. i would tell somebody <laughs> i can't pay a car note this month and they give me a lecture and i you better you better give me whatever you got in your account if you no, <laughs> hell yeah nigga, right. you think myself Bruh, you goodbye like the listen the ways i done showed up in the relationship you better you Ooh. better check i don't care if you yeah, got two hundred dollars i better get it i got stories for days hard on that here. one but you know you got thirty dollars <laughs> right. but this is those are called this lessons is, these are best, you very much lessons i have a ton of them for you yeah you learn <laughs> And now you pass them on through the podcast to other young yes. women out there. Don't be that ta delicious. Speaking of, right, speaking of advice and, you know, for the other young women out there, I have the unapologetic thought of the week. Okay. And, you know, I think that, let me just read it. So word of wisdom for ladies under 25. And if you follow the Instagram um, unapologetically as you'll see this tweet on there as well. Word of wisdom for when ladies under 25, if you are in love, just stay with that nigga. Get married, have some kids. And by the time you're 35, you can get real happiness, happiness in your second marriage and you'll get your body back. <laughs> now, I'll say Wait. this. <laughs> what? <laughs> I say this to say, let me clarify, because I am over 30, under 35, and I am dating. I've been in serious relationships before I was 25 that I did not take as serious as I feel like in hindsight that I should have. And now 
10 years or nine, eight years later, I'm starting to realize I should have took advantage of those situations. So I could have got that out the way. I would have knocked out a 10 year old by now or some shit. Like I could have got that out the way and then really working on my banging body after my BBL and working on my second marriage, like and true happiness. So that's my view, ladies, if you like got them right happiness. now, because the reason why I say this is because when, if you if you don't meet your significant other in high school or in college, I think that the the ability to meet your significant other is it significantly decreases the older you get, because in high school and college, you're you're sharing a common environment and it's really easy to get to know somebody and really you know see their personality know how they operate see how they move know their friends you got a common environment so it's easier to know who that person is as you get older and you separate from those type of environments maybe you just go to work you know you kick it you're meeting complete strangers and how difficult it is to change to turn a complete stranger into a spouse that shit is damn near impossible like that's hard as hell your mother did it I'm like, it happens every day. It happens very minute on a minute scale. <laughs> it happens on a grand scale. Most, <laughs> people <laughs> Most people don't marry the people that they dated. In All my peers college. married the people that they were with in school. Well, okay. I'm for damn sure I wasn't going to marry. <laughs> no offense, Rick. I'm, I could have married mine. I fucked and, <laughs> So I didn't have no choice in that one. Right. Well, I sure wasn't marrying my baby daddy. That wasn't an option. But do you agree with that? Like, it's easier to know no. somebody in school than it I is to meet a nigga that. off the street? Like, I what the hell? You got to figure out who this person is, what their, you know, their quirks are. We don't know their friends. You don't know their family. You don't know where they grew up at. That no, can come from I, a damn cardboard box. You don't even know. <laughs> I do. I do see it. <laughs> I do see it, but I see it from two different perspectives. Like, we have a lot of friends who married their high school sweethearts. We have a lot of friends who married the people that they didn't like the majority of our friends that's married, been married. Like right. we ain't really got to me and Tamika really don't have too many freshly married friends. Right. The majority of our friends been married for a decade or more. My point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, a majority of them ain't happy. Well, a lot of people ain't happy. Well, this is, major- they, didn't, they supposed to jump ship before 435 and get the well, second Okay. Marriage. So that's where they went wrong. Cause yeah. I was going to say, I got married in my twenties and I did subscribe to that and jump ship mm-hmm. before I was yeah, 35. So you were smart. Yeah. And I'm, Hey, you working on the happiness. Great. Okay. I'm working. I am working and I got my, my, uh, my baby out the way. Yep. So I do have Your my kids, kids grown as hell. 19, and I got a 13 year old still, but you know, yeah. I did. I, so I did subscribe to that. And I personally think that my first marriage was my practice marriage. I pretty yep. much knew when I got married, I wasn't going to be married forever. I need that practice. But you don't though, because <laughs> what I was going to say is from that aspect during the time that I was being a wife and going through everything that I was going through, I then got out of that marriage and had to find myself again. Yeah. So getting married at that age and being married for that amount of time, it kind of set me back a little bit because I really wasn't where I, who I, I really wasn't who I knew I wanted to be. I wasn't where I wanted to be. I feel like if you got married at this point in your life, like you would have a dynamic marriage, you know what I mean? You mm-hmm. would have a great partner because you have really honed in on who you are. You Allegedly. know, you, well, I mean, <laughs> It's a process. Uh, it's a yeah, evolution is evolution yeah. is forever. Yeah. So you're never gonna you're right, always right. gonna evolve. Always I'm more evolve. solidified in who I am at this age than I was at 22, 23. Right. Yeah. And so if you did see 
someone who had the values and the things that you would take it more seriously, Mm -hmm. not out of desperation, but out of the value you value those things a little bit more. Now in a relationship, you understand how important they are. A lot of these people that are, that been together, a lot of these people, quite honestly, that been together since high school together, cause hell, they ain't going to get nobody else. (laughs) They agree. Ain't nobody else putting up. Yeah. No one else is, they don't know anything else. They don't know anyone else. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I think it can be because if you meet somebody and it's a good situation, like you are equally yoked and this was actually your soulmate. It happens. Like y'all could grow together. You got plans together. Y'all have similar goals. Like you literally become damn near the same person when you're together together that long from a younger age and hopefully that's what's happening well some people just get stagnant and they the same person they was in high school right and that's what i see most i i only have maybe three examples of and one of them is our best friend's brother and um sister and her mm-hmm. husband they've been together since middle school the girl says they're birth. In their 30, well yeah <laughs> i mean they're in their 30s now and they really did grow together but they also had a they always had a good relationship mm-hmm. i helped it wasn't toxic they didn't right. have abuse control but honestly most young people don't they they got baggage they got trauma and they haven't dealt with it wait you think so that that early on they have oh, more yeah, of that baggage I, yeah and definitely trauma? high school and college you definitely have baggage and trauma i think this age these people are you're you're literally a summation of your experiences i feel like so mm-hmm. people in your 30s plus when you're dating i feel like you're so set in your ways at this point you're so you've experienced so much in life that they have influenced the way that you you speak the way you operate the way you think about things that it's hard to like maneuver that at this point because you're so set in your ways of who you are well let me say this because it depends on what how you handle what you've been through if you're not dealing with it in the proper way then it's a problem like my that ex i was talking about that whole relationship was a whole traumatic horrible experience but i don't i haven't let that hold me back i've taken those lessons right the lessons and the experience that i learned with that relationship i've taken with me but not in a negative way i know now what i'm not going to tolerate i know now those red flags i better pay attention to them and know that Mm -hmm. those red flags are deal breakers those ain't gonna go away right who they are you have to accept people for who they are and if you're hoping they're going to change nine times out of ten they're not going to change they are who they are they're showing you who they are and that's who they are going to be it don't matter how much how many times he apologizes or that that change you know that shit lasted for or five days and then we back having the same argument every week or he's doing the same shit he was doing again them little temporary holes just to keep you in that place right. you know and i went through that for like five fucking years that nigga was who he was and yeah. then it wasn't until i got to the point when he punched that fucking christmas tree and i knew he wanted to punch me i was like oh yeah that's nigga nice. that's that's the next step you ain't about to be beating my ass i'm out of here now that we're in domestic violence month. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, you know, you just gotta, at this age, because we are older, people are who they are, but at the same time, we should be growing and learning from our lessons instead of letting them hold us back and taking that shit to the next relationship and throwing it on the next person. Right. right. Yeah. And I was just going to say, I don't think that being set in your ways or any of that is necessarily a bad thing because you know what it is that you want. So you're not going to manipulate or misrepresent yourself. I mean, it is what it is. What you get is what you get. And I think as you get older, your tolerance or your, um, your likelihood to bend and become someone who you're not in order to be in a relationship, you're less likely to do that. So 
that's why I feel like when you're older, yeah, it's a lot, it's still a lot of bullshit in every, in everything when you're in relationships. Definitely. But when you, when you older to me, it's easier to take the relationship a little more seriously. Mm-hmm. If you're on the same page. Yeah. Right. It's because like, you get tired of the bullshit. Like, come on, we did all that shit. Can we just exactly. chill? <laughs> Nine times out of 10, y'all are on the same page. Y'all going in the same direction. Yeah. Hopefully y'all that might had those be, I think that might be later in the thirties. Cause the early thirties niggas is, um, well, early thirties is still in their twenties. Yeah. Like it's a lot. Honest. It's a lot to be on the hamster wheel of dating at yeah. this age. Mm-hmm. Like, it's I personally but... don't think men should get married before the age of 30. Yeah, probably. I don't know. But all right. Well, that is my unapologetic view of the week. Um, do we have a tell me if I'm wrong? Oh, to me, we do. Got one. We do have a tell me if I'm wrong. And it comes from Barbara in Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> hey, Barbara. <laughs> Hello, Barbara. <laughs> Barbara asks, is she wrong for dating? her friend's ex did barbara give us any details on the type of right. friend how close no and she should friend. have yeah no so let's break it down then yeah she did not say gonna say there are parameters and there are boundaries and depending on the the uh, the degree of separation in the relationship so yeah i would agree i would say first you gotta assess how close of a friend this is yes i agree um with that. is it a best friend is it a an associate, associate. is it somebody that you just knew from college that's in your sorority mm-hmm. right like you got to figure out the level of friendship and then the second part would be like what type of relationship did that person that your ex have with your friend right is that my baby daddy right that is an absolute no is that somebody she just fucked one time right or she in love did she cut that nigga tires right to me i think there are bounds like people that you were actually in love with like long-term relationships baby daddies um and that last ex i think is off limits to certain you know yeah to best friends you know and even close friends and close associates now i'll be honest me in my situation if you can if you want (laughs) to Knock yourself out. Oh, I was about to say, everybody don't feel like that about their baby daddy. <laughs> right. I, would, I give, give two girl. shits about what is going on with him. I'm going to pray for you and be like, well, you know, take care of Madonna when she with you. <laughs> oh, that's nuts. That. <laughs> but I don't even believe that. I believe if I came home and I said, Tamika, I got to talk to you, you know, something happened and me and <laughs> talking, bitch, please. You I, don't gonna go up against- I don't think I would. I, I, I don't no. believe it. I wouldn't because I, I, I'm so far removed from him. I would be shocked that you would be attracted to him. Yeah, I would be like, I that would be the be shocking like, part. Yeah, right. I think that would be the most shocking part for me. It, it wouldn't even be that. I'd be like, well, you know, I'll be your bridesmaid. But right. <laughs> Bitch, please, you know, that would never in a million years. I know it would because we, we don't have similar taste at all. But, well, um, like any like if you want to <laughs> knock yourself out i mean oh, the, the audience don't know wait, who he is. you talking about a good one no why your you audience don't know who is who is uh, you i'm about sorry my high school, school boyfriend knock yourself you out keep bringing up the raggedy exes though like can we get a good one <laughs> Who's like, nah. who? you the, the, the good one's definitely she, off limits was she bringing up people that she know i would have absolutely nothing to do with like if i saw them on the street <laughs> okay. i would pretend like i didn't know who they were okay so the only let me i, I can't think of there who. aren't any if I think about good I would say good ones are off limits too I don't care if we was only together for two weeks or six months 
if he if we didn't work out for some reason he was i actually great like he you know got money or he like an amazing guy and it just didn't work out between us i think that i'm gonna hold him in my back pocket until we but, don't. Be, but what if he don't want because i'm selfish but wait well, a minute no, he might be the man for your girl like that that might that's be what her i was just soulmate. about to say and you gonna keep them apart because and y'all ain't gonna never get back together it depends on what it, it depends on what's going on in my life. Am I married and happy? Ooh, <laughs> but that might be her blessing. But that might be your friend blessing. What if right. it's my blessing for him to come back around? We don't know. He, yeah, he yeah, will come back yeah. around. <laughs> Not why he fucking my friend. <laughs> Wait a minute. Time out. <laughs> Hello. So you so you gonna block your friend's happiness with pet? How we don't know. Y'all talking about potential happiness. This is mine. <laughs> I already had him. He's in my pocketbook. You and don't y'all broke why up. Y'all like together right now. You never know what happened. It depends. So let me ask you this, Monique. What is the time frame? No, I, that was if he was good. Now, okay, if he's good, what's the time frame? Ain't no y'all time frame. Good, good in, is off limits. Is what I'm saying. Period. But if, if y'all good, ain't been together in five years, he can't. It, he it depends really on what I'm doing. Am I happily and married and loved? Oh man, you. <laughs> what don't y'all understand about this? I always need the the. I need the um the ability to go back. Like I need that uh, that in in the tuck. Just now, let in me case. give you this example because I lived this experience too. So I had a good one. I fucked it up. I I did. Yeah, I did. And when I wanted, and I felt like I was ready to be serious and committed, and I said something to him about us rekindling a romance, he told me no. He said, "I yeah, know they all be on that shit." And he, and oh, that's because you brought him fucked up. Yeah, because they get hurt. Yes, you had a whole baby on the nigga and everything. Yes, I did. So <laughs> how can I be like? No, you can't do that in that situation. Yeah, that right. nigga went trying so to that's take care of nobody else's baby. No, I guess uh, if it if it was like something like that, then it's like, all right, yeah, I know I ain't got a chance to hell with him again. Yeah. Then no. But if uh, it is uh, an inkling possibility that nigga, okay, this shit might not work out with who I'm with now, and he could come back and scoop me up, then I need that that possibility in the tuck. I don't care. Ooh, you know what? That was a good example because he was fine and he had a good ass job. I don't know. If he can't, yeah, if he you blew that. my inbox, I might have to entertain that one. Now, that would be the one that's like, uh, can I know. But so that's <laughs> off limits. <laughs> that would be the same situation. You, you sure, yeah. But like I said, it's only certain ones that's off limits, like ones that you was in love with or baby daddies or the At the, the end of the day, at the end of the day, you need to have a baby daddy. Huh? At the end of the day, you got to have a conversation with I your know, friend. but I'm saying that's usually the ones that are off limits, but you can have my baby daddy and my last ex. You have to have a conversation with your friend. That's the bottom line, because you don't know how she feels about him. I agree with you, that. You don't know what the, you know, she might be holding in secret uh love text message she sent this nigga every night. He might got her blocked the hell, but she obsessed. You just don't. <laughs> You don't know. So you need to have a conversation with your friend. And then once you have that conversation, see what they say. And then it's on you to decide whether I'm going to be like, all right, if she not cool with it, fuck her. I'm going to still do it. Or she not cool with it. I'm going to fall back. Or she good with it. And I'm going to move forward. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think it's okay. At all, ever? Like, I don't mess with my friend's exes. I don't either. They They ex kiss partner. They ex dick sucker they ex just getting some head every now and again i think we did cross paths i have crossed paths once um with a friend but it was not intentional i didn't know well i don't i don't i personally try if i know that this is someone who dealt with my friend i don't even entertain them and i have had 
guys mm, that off. I knew wasn't mm-hmm. serious about, you know, my friend wasn't serious. I've had several of them to come back and it was years later or a year later or whatever. And, you know, try to, and it's, it's weird for me, especially if you my girl. Yeah. I can't, I can't do that. Yeah, I agree. It is yeah. it's very weird. I personally don't like to do that. Like I, yeah. there's way too many niggas out here for me to try to cycle exactly. through your, 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 back, your garbage. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. want it. So, but on the flip side, would you date an ex's of yours friend? What? My ex boyfriend. Your ex boyfriends. Y'all done. I'm gonna date him while we dating. (gasps) I'm just playing. So, like, say the situation is you and you you met a dude and y'all started dating. Y'all got serious. I did that in my twenties. Timmy, get on tell on me. Listen, I was gonna say, ooh, now that she on the other foot, it does not seem so um, messy. Yeah. Say y'all was dating and then y'all y'all dated six months, two years, whatever the case may be. You met his friends. You found out he wasn't the fine friend, but y'all broke up. Three oh. years later, you run into the fine friend at the airport in Miami. He like, what's good? You like, what's good? Would you do it? This sound way too descriptive. Like, well, <laughs> mine, was a little, mine was a little messier, actually. It oh, was tell like, us. So I was younger. This was in my 20s, you know, hot, young and dumb. And we was in college and I was, I used to talk to this dude and I was really serious with him. Like, you know, but okay. And I'm going to say this because it's being honest. He was light skinned and this should probably be a tell me if I'm wrong. I couldn't but get But that's past, what we are. Well, Tamika knows this story already. I couldn't get, I mean, this dude was so good to me. He was such a great dude, but sexually i couldn't get past his light skinness and his body part <laughs> his body being all different colors what what was different it was, colors it just was a turn off you know was he you know. <laughs> no but you know sometimes they they other i don't part they, meat, they meat, meat, his meat was darker than the rest of his body yeah but it was just it was his meat his nipples like <laughs> man what this is colorist <laughs> colorism listen it's it's not colorism i tried i mean i really liked him i really liked him i talked to him for a very long time and it even got to the point where i told him listen i i don't really want to have a sexual relationship we'll just be friends and we were great friends but his friend we used to go to the mirage and he used to not be there. And That's friend, an old club in Cleveland, by the way. <laughs> his friend used to be working at the Mirage. And his friend used to be talking that good shit. His friend had that Jamaican accents with the dress. He was chocolate. You already know the radar was going on. <laughs> I tried. I, I turned him down for years. It was years. And one, it was one good night. I had come home from school. This is when we were still in school. I had come home for the weekend. We had went to the Mirage, and he got me on a good night. I was, I had, I had, had just enough of Hennessy to where my inhibitions was was not there. Anything can happen. This was when my mama was living on Kinsman, so he was literally right down the street from my mom's house. So I went to my mom's house after he just kept texting, kept texting, kept texting. And I was like, all right, I really didn't want to sleep on the couch at my mama's house. So I was like, this is a bed I can go lay in. That's a good reason. That's a reason. <laughs> well, I'm going to just say, I went that night and I kept going back. Every time I was in Cleveland, <laughs> I was over there. Do the friend know? He probably know now. But no, I didn't. There was best friends. Oh, he's like, shady. It, it was one time where I was over there. And I had to grab my stuff real quick and leave because he called and said he was on his way. Mm. And then I popped back up over there this while crazy. they was both there. 
This like is I toxic. Just, this is toxic femininity. It was. I was in my twenties. I was young. Okay. Don't okay. judge. I don't. I don't judge nothing that we do I in was our twenties. Single woman. I wasn't with nobody. <laughs> <laughs> um. To answer that question, would I date? So never. We did the girl thing. I wasn't. I don't do that. But would I date? Yeah. It depends <laughs> on how. It depends on how like important that ex was to me. Like if we was like yeah. super serious, I probably wouldn't because I probably know his friends and that's weird. But if it was just like a nigga that was random passer buyer or like, you know, we only talked for a little bit. Hell yeah, I'm gonna talk to his friends. Friend probably treat me better. That is so hypocritical. Relationship with his friend, though. I just he just had that good good. I, mm. They ain't my friends. How's that hypocritical? It's still hypocritical. <laughs> so you wouldn't oh, do it. It's cool. Uh, I mean, I'm sure I've done some everything. So I don't have the responsibility to him and his friendship. So right. You and your friend is creepers, right. Then I'm a creep. That's too. between but it's them. Like, okay for us to do it to them, but not for them to do it. To, uh, well, we didn't really backwards. talk about the man doing it. I guess. I mean, I guess the shade. It's the same thing. The prince. The the. The problem is relying between the friendship relationship. It ain't really got nothing to do yeah. with the person that's being brought in. <laughs> yeah, the person that the predator don't get to um, determine the relationship. It's your responsibility as a friend for you to create boundaries and for you not to allow dudes. Like, I really don't honestly think that any dude that my friends messed with would now at this point, I don't think they would try to talk to me because they would know, like, first of all, you getting curved off rip. Because mm-hmm. my friendships now, and they already know, know how crazy I am. Yeah, like I'm about to tell her we gonna <laughs> mm-hmm. pull up and we gonna fuck everything up because you're shady. That's wrong. Right. Like don't don't do that. Don't yeah. do that. We should definitely okay. post this on the uh, the website. See what people say. Yeah, let's post this on the page. Speaking of, so let's we'll wrap this up, y'all. Great episode. Um, we'll post this on the Instagram. The Instagram handle is unapologetically us underscore podcast. The Twitter is no apologies underscore pod. The email unapologetic the pod at gmail.com. Woo-hoo, I was prepared this week. Um, <laughs> I was lost. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna drop this on the IG. Let us know what y'all think. Would you date a friend's ex? Is that okay? Yada yada yada. Um, but yeah, great pod this week. We probably gave y'all a little bit longer of a pod this week because um we had a little segment se- separation, but hope y'all enjoyed it. Um, we'll be back next week. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and tell a friend. Tell a friend. Right. Tell a friend. Tell, tell, a friend. tell your enemies too. We need all the listeners. Tell your enemies too. And oh tell yeah, rate. Don't like rate the podcast. Give us five yes. stars. Leave us leave a review. Yes, we want to be on the list next year for the best podcast in Cleveland. I didn't even oh, know yeah. that thing. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. and we trying to get on um. Charlemagne the God's platform. Yeah, so we, we trying to get like, the bag. All the spins. Yeah, either Charlemagne's or Joe Buttons. Everybody got a podcast network now. Hey, get us on there. All right, and leave us your reviews, but only only say positive things. Yeah, otherwise we gonna block you and delete it. All right, <laughs> juice is catch y'all next week. <laughs> bye, bye. bye. Boom. All right. Um, Great job. Ladies. This is over in like eight minutes, so I think this episode is gonna be over an hour. I think because we. That's fine. Yeah. Well, it's only four eleven. So with the ten minutes that we took off from the beginning, and then the little break of us getting back on, we should be under an hour. Okay. All right. Cool beans. Um, I'll drop yeah. the other episode right now. <coughs> Let me do that. Yay! I get cool ready beans. to listen. All right. Bye, guys. I forgot what we talked about. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Wait, are we recording again next week? Yeah. Let's text and set up a date for next week. I'll. All right. I'm back Tuesday. Yeah, we'll be back Tuesday. We'll get back Tuesday. I think I work Wednesday. I know when you back. Look. I'm no, I'm talking about me.
Well, this episode is going to drop this week. So the ne- this episode we just recorded will drop next week. So we can record mm-hmm. next, like, next Thursday week. or Friday. Oh, okay, cool, yeah. cool. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I'll be back um Thursday this week. All right, so maybe or Thursday next. night, though. So let's do... This is the following week, not this week. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right. Bye. Love y'all. Talk to y'all later. Right. See, you t- see you Friday, Tamika. I'm jealous. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>